Welcome to the Surface Wave Podcast in partnership with Wave Cartel Media. For more information, go to www.wavecartelmedia.com. I'm your host, Craze, and with me is my co-host, Groovy Tone. Yeah. Uh, this is episode two of the Surface Wave Podcast. We appreciate everyone who tuned in last week. We discussed Reason's album, New Beginnings. We did a deep dive on our favorite songs and sure notable did. bars. Um, we talked about life and mental health. Um, we talked about our favorite concert experiences, and we talked about Idaho's very own Dogface 208. We also had our segment, Yes, No Potential, uh, the segment where we listen to music found on YouTube and Instagram comments. We had a potential, potential, yes, no. Mm -hmm. So me and Groovy were able to both agree on two songs as potential, and we were on opposite ends with the last song, but yep. maybe we'll get our first yes, yes later on in the show. Can't wait. Also joining us for today's episode is the man behind the keys, the talented hooligan. <laughs> Welcome to the Service Wave Podcast with Groovy Tone and with Hooligan. What's up, bro? What's up, dog? How you doing? Chilling right now. I uh, appreciate you for being on the podcast. Uh, were you able to check out last week's episode? Oh, yes, sir. That shit was lit. Yeah? Oh, yeah. So we'll get right into it. What would you say that your style is as a beat producer? Um, Regular, just, just normal hip-hop, I guess. Just normal... R&B, trap music, nothing really too experimental, I guess. Yet. Yeah, because when I first heard your your um, your beats, it was about two years ago, mm -hmm. you uh, you did a Facebook post and you were saying, or you were looking for someone to collaborate with, so I hit you up um, and you sent me a beat, and the first beat that you sent me, I remember listening to it on my way to the barbershop, and I had to call you and I had to just, I just, I, I I had to call you and I had to just get something scheduled, uh, get you in the studio with me. Mm -hmm. um, fast forward, what, two, two, three years? Yeah, something like that. When I listen to your beats, uh, I, I can hear a lot of like current styles, but you you definitely have your own, um, your hi-hat patterns for sure. You have your own, your own swagger that comes to it or mm -hmm. that comes with it. Where would you say that came from? Um, honestly, it started out just... I started listening to like a lot of West Coast music, like uh, YG and like DJ Mustard and that type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So uh, I noticed that he started doing a lot of crazy stuff with his hats because it was just basic melodies, repetitive stuff. But I noticed that his hi hats always kept like a, a certain like uh, how do you say percussion, so it kept like the tempo going. Mm -hmm. So I kind of studied that, um, kind of took it into my own, and just experimented with it until I found something nice. Yep, it's it's uh. It's definitely something that you can call your own because you can hear the inspiration, but you can also hear your own little touch to it. Mm -hmm. What's crazy, though, is Hooligan's younger than me, but I consider him my mentor for producing beats. Um, he has given me a lot of beat packs. Uh, he's helped me out with finding the key of an 808. Um, 
and now he's on this podcast with us. So I appreciate that. So Groovy has some questions he wants to ask you, but my last question for you is what is your two year goal with beats? Where do you want to be? How do you, you know, what artists do you want to work with, et cetera? Um, shit, for the two years, honestly, just being established, like having a name for myself so I can, uh, you know, like, uh, I don't necessarily have to introduce myself. Basically, I could just, uh, people hit me up, they know what to expect and yeah, go from there, honestly. What artists would you, what, um, what, not necessarily your dream collaboration, but artists that are popping right now what artists would you want to be able to produce a beat for i mean there's definitely a couple artists that are popping right now that i would want to make a beat for there's mm-hmm. like um i guess like shoreline i guess making a beat for him would be pretty cool uh the whole group or uh yeah for the whole group just trying to get a collab or something even with one of them would be dope as fuck just regardless but um yeah uh like yeah there's like new stuff uh new artists uh, of course drake future um Young Thug, especially or Reese Lafleur, that's one dude that's a uh, that's really underestimated or not underestimated, but he's a he's like an underdog almost. I feel like mm-hmm. so getting a beat to him would be pretty cool. Yeah, that Drake feature would be. Oh yeah, secure the bag for sure. Oh yeah. Um, how did you come up with the name uh, Hooligan? Produced by Hooligan. Um, honestly, one day I was with my brother and we were just outside. We were just outside of his house and we were like, we we're just kicking it, drinking, just talking, and then um. He was telling me about his name and uh, the name that he used to go by when he used to produce, and it was the technician. And that was just because he knew how to like work with like computers and stuff like that. So like I could understand that. And he always told me that my music was more of like um, how do I say outgoing ish, like more outlandish out there. Yeah. So I kind of took that and I kind of ran with it. So I kind of like I kind of incorporated like saying like my beats aren't really for everyone but not saying that no one can listen to them so like uh-huh. but kind of like a hooligan status kind of like yeah you know what i mean like that outcast type of shit so i mean that's where that's basically where i got my name from just making those outlandish beats oh yeah so groovy do you have any questions for him i do um so what specifically draws you to beat making like was what were you influenced by when you were younger that like was it from your mom or dad's side that kind of influenced you to listen to shit certain ways or did you just kind of develop that yourself um honestly uh probably my mom's side she uh it's funny um she used to play me these uh like these little rinky dink records like fucking uh they're like um how do you say they're like Mexican music for kids, but they had like, they would talk about dumb shit and like, they would just talk about nonsense, but I would actually like listen to that music and my mom's friend, uh, she used to babysit me and I, one of her kids, they had a little like toy piano and I would listen to those, uh, little records in my mom's car and then I would go over to my mom's friend's house and then I would try to imitate those same songs on that little toy piano and then from there, I started learning how to play the piano little by little. And then my brother, he, uh, that was the one that showed me how to make music with that. Well, not show me, but he basically told me that there was a, there is a software to make music. So I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's dope, dog. That's pretty deep. Um, me personally, I had, I had that type of influence from my dad's side. It wasn't so much into beats. It was more into, you know, what people were saying pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so my next question is pretty much that is there any influence producers that have drawn you deeper into your own beats and maybe made you jump outside of the box that you're used to or what people will want to put you in like as so much as people that i know or like like actual established artists both both um yes and no like when i listen to like hometown artists it's cool definitely but i feel like they're stuck in like how do I say like a primitive box like they're just stuck on one style and one style only and they'll never really get to experience uh you know what I mean different genres yeah so as far as local producers there's not so much as inspiration but I do get I do get where they're coming from so I get an idea but as for like established um definitely Timberland that dude he uh he he makes music and when I listen to it it's I kind of like 
I break it down in my head. Like I break down sound by sound how many bars he's doing it for. Um, you know what I mean? What kind of sounds like yeah. authentic synthesizer stuff like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, definitely Timberland. Dope. That's crazy. That's what's up though. Hell yeah. All right, so we got to know Hooligan a little bit. So for this first segment, we're going to actually have Hooligan make a beat throughout the duration of this podcast. So me and Groovy are going to um so me and Groovy are going to pick all the sounds um uh, from the melody to the kicks, the snares and the 808s. And while me and Groovy are reviewing this week's album Benning the Butcher, Burning the Proof, Hooligan's going to be making a beat from scratch and then at the end of that segment, we're going to play the beat back live. Hell yeah. But before we get into that, we're going to take a quick break and play some beats produced by Hooligan. back to the surface wave podcast if you want to listen to more beats produced by hooligan go to www.wavecartelmedia.com backslash beats so hooligan is going to be making a beat um during our album review me and groovy have selected all the sounds um we're going to play those sounds for you right now so this is the sample that we selected Okay, and that's the kick we selected. Now we got the hi-hat. And we got the snare. And then we got the 808. So for this week's album review, we're going to be talking about Benny the Butcher, Burning the Proof. Mm -hmm. And while we're talking about that, Hooligan's going to be in the background cooking up a beat live. And then when we're done with the review, we'll play back and see what he made. Yep. All right, so let's get into it. Um... Groovy, how'd you feel about the album? Honestly, i i get the I get the premise of of the album. I respect this dude. This dude's he's very very talented. Mm-hmm. I think he's a raw person. Um, I respect his values and everything like that. This album, for me personally, it just wasn't it for me so much. It definitely made me reminisce of something that I have I have you know felt 
and heard in my life with uh where he's going mm-hmm. um but yeah i just it didn't draw me in so much and i don't know if that's because there are certain artists that really to me there are certain artists that i would listen to but he just kind of reminds me of those certain artists i guess is what i'm saying yeah i i definitely get like um like hove and nas and i get yeah i i definitely so the album for me it's it's different from um reasons album the album we reviewed last week i can agree with that absolutely the reason why i wanted to talk about this album is because it's so Mm hip-hop it's bar for bar yeah the energy i guess just yeah the energy every song has energy it doesn't die out throughout the entire album i feel there's also um you got features from rick ross you got features from lil wayne you got features from big sean the whole album's um executive produced by hit boy Mm -hmm. um that's another reason why i wanted to talk about the album because hit boy just went crazy on on the production side of it oh yeah like every single beat kind of reminded me of uh like the way Kanye sampled on the on the um MPC um personally though every single beat that was on this album I can hear my fellow collaborators I can f- I can hear us just going crazy on every single beat um a notable song or a song that I want to talk about is a song called Famous and the reason why I I selected this song to talk about is because what the the album uh, notable bar is because I don't feel famous three rollies two cribs six figures and I still don't feel famous the day I got my first brick the only time I really felt famous that bar is just it's just so hard like he has everything he's ever wanted and the and only still. time he really felt like he made it mm-hmm. was when he got that first taste of success and that's super relatable like all yeah people think that money is gonna make you happy but at the end of the day they're still not happy and another uh, bar from the song is. I curve a bougie bitch, but I put a project bitch in a mink. She loved the street, dude, so we gonna fuck the first day we link. That's what I'm saying. Like the energy is just, it's just hard, bro. You you just you you put it on the first thing in the morning, and you just it. I don't know. It just sets the tone for the Damn. day. For me, honestly, I I had to have a lot of different songs, but again, for me, it would be. Um, one way flight with Freddie Gibbs because I think first and foremost Freddie Gibbs has always been one of my favorite artists. Uh-huh. Um, I think it's pretty cool, like you naming off a lot of the features that were on this album. I really enjoyed um, seeing the features, so I could respect from that aspect of me. First of all, not knowing the artist very well, haven't really ever you know dug into something or have two um, kind of two opinions on. Not only just the artists themselves, but the team as well. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? The team who had put it together. Um, but uh, One Way Flight with Freddie Gibbs. I like the song. I think it's a pretty chill song. Me, myself, anything that Freddie Gibbs says is pretty much um, pretty much hands down is always going to be, yeah, that's Freddie Gibbs kind of thing. Uh-huh. But a notable bar for me, um, I had to have a, a, a few of them. But uh, what I had drawn out to was had a brick before a rack like that dope boy from Memphis. I survived all them death threats and three felony convictions. Uh, For me, it reminds me so much of just, again, something like Dipset, Cameron type shit. You know what I mean? Exactly. Uh, It reminds me of that. So hearing shit like that is like, yo, that is just, it's mind boggling. Just like. What's dope is that it dropped in 2020. Yeah. Like I can't, yeah, exactly. I can't remember the song off top, but he has a bar that says he's the only rapper that can survive in Tupac era. Yeah. And that's, that's all facts, bro. That, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, facts. it's just crazy. Cause like he, he sets a tone for, um, the audience that likes listening to him. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Which is just, if they can, you know, if they can bop to it, dope, but if they can really feel, you know, what he's yeah, talking it's one about of those kind of things thing, where like, it's not like lyrical bars it's more it's it's punchline punchline punch yeah. so you just listen punchline is just crazy you have that stink face the entire time like yeah to me it reminds me a lot of method and red man who were saying just not just saying outlandish shit but like we're just you they would go verse for verse you know what yeah I mean? they could go back and forth with anybody you know yeah that type of thing confidence off top it just you oh, know, yeah. you know he knows he's dope, and you can just hear it in, oh, yeah. in his approach to every single song. Yep. 
The second one that I got um, would be the first song again, just like the last album. The first song for me was just, was just, you know, that's how you represent yourself. That's how you kind of introduce yourself to people who obviously don't know you. So for me, it just went kind of hard. And that's what I kind of look for with any of the music that I'm going to have my my own opinion on. I want it to be honest. So for sure. Yeah. This first song always, I always expected to set the tone kind of. Yeah. The, that makes the first sense. song is burden of proof. Yeah. I, I also really enjoyed the, uh, the little snip or the little scripts, that, the interludes. Yeah. I really enjoyed the interludes that he added. Um, it's like mafia, uh, mob boss Scarface was even ref- uh, referenced on one of the interludes as well. Yep. Um, another song that really stood out to me was timeless, uh, featuring Lil Wayne and Big Sean. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, Did you have good. any notable bars? No, that was it. Yeah, that you was just, it. You From, just really it was the just song. the song is is the whole one. Yeah. So obviously, I'm I've been a Lil Wayne fan since I was like, fuck, like twelve years old. Um, yep. So I've been rocking with him for the longest time. Um, it's really refreshing to see new artists. Well, Benny the Butcher's not necessarily a new artist, but he's mainstream. He's mainstream new, and it's dope to see these artists use their platform to put on the OGs. Um, also big Sean was featured on the album. And um, to be honest, I haven't really been listening to a lot of big Sean lately. Um, I tapped into his last album and I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I'm his biggest fan, but I still respect the dude and I respect his hustle. You know, um, a notable bar from, from timeless is from big Sean. Uh, it says, Honestly, I'm probably going to be booked till I'm on my next chapter. Sign a slave deal. Now we're dude up owning my masters. Watch me turn good into great. It's first steps on everything. We taking leaps of faith. And the reason why I chose that bar is because he said, I signed a slave deal and now a dude up owning my masters. Watch me turn good into great. So good is his record label. He was signed to Kanye West. And Kanye recently just gave um, all his um, artists back all like 100% of their masters. I got another notable bar from Lil Wayne. Um, He says, I got pistols I just cleaned. I've been trying to get dirty with you. I got dudes on my team. They ain't trying to swap a jersey with you. I pop a 30 that hit you. Them shots from the 30 whistle. Watching a movie with a bitch that wouldn't watch a commercial. (laughs) Like, bro, Wayne is just nasty. And it's not like... His wordplay isn't even all that crazy, but just watching a movie with a bitch that wouldn't watch a commercial. It's just flexing. Yeah. Every bar that he drops is just flexing, man. Yep. All respects to the GOAT. Absolutely. Hell yeah. Any other songs? Honestly, that would probably do it for me, man. Those two those two songs really did a solid job for me. Um, I like the fact that we have a, a different... We can, we can piece by piece pretty much uh an album you know what i mean and have different flavors off of it and what drew us to different things so that's pretty dope for sure man for sure so that was benny the butcher burden of proof um just our overall opinion on it i thought the energy from it from start to finish was super hard um bar for bar dude just went crazy you can just feel the confidence when he stepped into the booth um hit boy went crazy with all the beats on the on the production side of things um any closing statements from you it was very reminiscent. Yeah. Very reminiscent. Yeah, I appreciate it. Took me back to like yeah. Hove era. Yep. I appreciate the hustle. So Hooligan is actually still working on the beat. Um so we're just gonna you know, let's just keep chopping it up. How was how was your week? Would you know, you, you said you were in Nevada? Yeah, in yeah. yeah. Out in Nevada. It was How was the drive? Long, but it was really, really chill. I feel that. I don't know why. I like long I like long drives. I'm not a fan, bro. I can just, I, if I can just like have my music to listen to and just have the destination set, that's all I need. That's all I need. I'll just sit there and. If I had a, a Tesla, I wouldn't mind yeah, doing, I feel. doing road trips. I feel. I, I, my last road trip, I, um, I went to Seattle and it was like seven hours. Yeah. And the way there wasn't bad because it was during the day, but the way back, it was nighttime. It was like yeah. three in the morning. Fuck. Uh, bro, it was, it was terrible. Yeah. I almost hit a deer. Some crazy shit, but yeah. So the the drive was good. The trip was good. Yeah, trip was good. Everything was good. Uh, yeah, by the grace of God, we made it back safe, man. It was it was awesome. Got oh, yeah. away a little bit, and yeah, about to start another journey and shit. And still, you know, I, I like it. I really appreciate the feedback on on the podcast, and 
uh, the fact that there are people out there that are, are tuning in and yeah, definitely listening to what we got to say. So it's that's cool, always... man. Cause we, we definitely got a lot of, uh, a lot of, uh, appreciation from it, from listeners and people who are subscribing to it. But the one thing that stands out to me the most is my mom called me up and she, she was just like, I love, I love that little radio thing you're doing. It's so cool. And I was like the podcast. And she's like, yeah, she, she actually listened to it in, in its awesome. entirety. And honestly, the fact that I got a co-sign from my mom, we already made it, you know? Hell yeah, bro. But yeah, my week was cool. I, uh, had some sessions linked up with the artist, um, dope, dope. creating, uh, creating a, a script for Andrews. Me and Andrew are going to be doing a music video pretty soon. Um, the song hasn't been released quite yet, but once it comes out, we'll definitely play it on this podcast. Nice. Um, linked up with Archie. Um, I don't That's think dope. this is exposing too much information. He's going to be coming out with a project soon. Oh, um, shit. Album or mixtape name to be coming soon. Um, we did a photo shoot for it, actually. Um, no shit. And it was pretty hard, bro. It Hell was hard. Yeah. yeah he, he pulled up and we, we did it. He, uh, yeah, I can't. It sucks that I can't talk about it, but. No, I got you. The, the photo shoot came out nice. A lot of uh, colors and a lot of uh, just you can understand the emotion that the album's gonna already have just by seeing the album cover. Phil. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but you can just yeah, it's a lot of emotion, bro. That's dope. And that honestly, that that's what comes up or that's what brings out the best of of artists is that real life experience. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, linked up with Hooligan, uh, got some more beats cooking up. I made some more beats myself. Um, I'm actually to a point where I feel. Like I'm ready to drop a single, actually. Yeah, yeah. I ha- honestly, yeah. bro. Like I have uh, just October alone. We still have a couple of days left in October, but I probably have like 15 songs that I've Shit. made just in October. But yeah, man. Uh, when that comes out, or after this podcast, actually, I'll, I'll play it for you, man. But Sick. I'm super excited. Um, what else can we talk about? Uh, on last week's episode, we played the song "Confusion" featuring me and Gizmo. Um, I linked up with him too the other night and we're actually going to be dropping that pretty soon. Oh, shit. super excited for that. Getting a lot of good feedback with that one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people hit me up about that song. Oh, yeah. uh, it's just a vibe, bro. Off top. You, it's just, a, it's just a vibe, man. The, the clubs were open. We, that they would definitely would be spinning that in the clubs for sure. That's sick. Hell yeah. It's crazy to see the growth and, and like the different individuals that you tackle with music seeing the different because not only do you see the artist you see the personality in all of the music that they are heading towards you know what i mean yeah for sure. you just lay out the the path for them to continue working and evolving in themselves and then you yourself evolve at the same time with your production and everything like that yeah that's the name of the game bro you have to keep learning bro keep learning new style like um Archie was recording this one song the other night and we just try to do different techniques on the distortion in the background and trying to just add more of that rock aesthetic to it. Yeah. And it's, it's a good feeling because when you go into it, you really don't know what to do. You have mm-hmm. a blank slate. So to be able to uh, figure out how to make that thing, that idea come to light is such a great feeling. Yeah. Um, have you been working on anything, any, any music or any, what you got going on, man? There's a couple things that I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to work on. It's just yeah. a matter of figuring everything out after after I move and everything. Yeah, and, like, yeah, I mean? for sure. How, how do you feel about that that song we did the other night? I liked it a lot. I want it just like I said. It just brings me it it brings me great joy to be able to get back to doing the one thing other than my hobbies that I really enjoy doing. For sure, because being around a you know, creative minds and them putting out ideas and not so much dealing with like, you know, maybe somebody being overconfident when they come in thinking they know what they're doing, but not being open to the idea of other people passing on those ideas or anything like that. It's very fluent. Yeah. Cause the, the, so after the, the last week's podcast, Mm -hmm. um, me and Groovy were in the studio and we wrapped up and then he put on, um, it was like a, an instrumental from the game. And that was out of my comfort zone. Yep. I really don't. But, I mean, we did the thing, you know. Uh, we, what, it was, was like dope. 30 minutes? Yeah, you it know? was dope. I like that, man. It was sick, yeah. Would you say for, you know, for the upcoming weeks, 
that's kind of more the style you want to start working with or what are you thinking just anything or um honestly i would have to say anything just because if i can also get out of my comfort zone and work consistently then that means that i i, I will pretty much be a powerhouse because i have different i can you can put on whatever and then i can just groove to it you know what i mean it's all about becoming an asset bro mm -hmm. it's the more styles you have in your arsenal the more of an asset you'll become exactly you won't be limited to a, a certain sound so we're going to take a quick break and play some beats produced by hooligan and then when we come back we are going to be playing hooligan's beat that he made live during this podcast <laughs>
right, welcome back to the Surface Wave podcast in partnership with Wave Cartel Media. Um, if you want to check out more beats produced by Hooligan, go to www.wavecartelmedia.com backslash beats. Um, so Hooligan has been making a beat in the background while me and Groovy Tone were reviewing Burning a Proof by Benny the Butcher. And it's time to check out what he's created. What? what? But before we show you guys the beat, I'm going to play the melody that we selected first. And then right after, we're going to play the beat that Hooligan made from that melody. you just heard is one of many amazing beats that uh, obviously in the link you'll be able to find more of by hooligan out here dropping bombs for the next segment we've got yes no potential so for yes no potential we play three songs from random that we found in instagram and youtube comments mm-hmm. um for song number one is from z harry cash at Z Harry Cash on Instagram. His comment was, let's be honest, if you're here, you have nothing better to do right now. Just take a second and listen to my music. Show some love if you fuck with it. Hmm. So let's load that up. All right, so this is Z Harry, Young Cutter Freestyle. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, shit just for fun. Niggas ain't eating no fat Doing my dirt, still taking a minute, yeah 
got a whole car coming off fuck laying in bed with the feds I'm ducking under covers Serving the flow Niggas thinking I'm undiscovered Niggas still watch my shit It's timeless Yeah, you watch on Can never find it Yeah, my bitch bad She the finest Yeah, my bitch girl But she get mindless Yeah, she suck good I never mind Don't you forget about me I'm a real one So that was Z Harry, Young Kudda Freestyle. And before me and Groovy give our decision, we actually have Hooligan joining us for this segment. Hey. Let's get his rating first. Yeah. What was your feedback on that? Um, I liked it. The beat was nice. His his voice was a nice touch to it. I like uh, I like towards that second verse, uh, how he hit that like triplet little baby float. Uh, 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 uh. I like that because that's that's a I haven't heard anyone do that in a long time besides Lil Baby. So for him trying to, or trying uh, him actually, you know, pulling it off, I liked it. Everything was nice about it. It has potential. I liked it. Uh, For me personally, I'm going to have to say that I, this is something that I like. This is something that I can, you know, have on a playlist, cruise to, chill to. I liked, I liked everything about it. I knew, you know, just off of what Huli said, he knew what he was going for. Um, for me, he gives off with that second verse. Also, he gives off a he gives off a very very future vibe. If that makes sense, when you listen to how he bops through and his melodies that he uses, the certain way that he emphasizes some of the endings of his bars that he uses as well, definitely sounds a lot like Future, who's an artist that is definitely in my playlist. So, what would you say, rating as? I I liked it. It was a yes for me. Yes. Yes. Okay, that's yes. crazy because both of you guys. So I liked it up until the second verse. Like Ooh, it was, it. it was yes for me until the second verse. I saw he hit it a little awkward. I'm actually gonna play it a little, little back real quick. The way he hit that part just kind of feel like he fell off a little bit. Um, it's not a no. It's definitely a potential for me. I would have said yes yeah. up, up until that point. Gotcha. So we got two potential, potential me, potential hooligan. Yes, Groovy. Yep, yep. All right. So for the song number two is from at underscore dot lil18 dot underscore. And his comment was, one day lil18 will be your favorite next rapper. Oh. So let's check it out. So this is from This is from Lil 18 Pull Out of Rack. 16 rooms. Pull to the bank and a pull out of rack. Here it go. Beep 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 with no tap. Going hard every day, never going back. Jippin' Louis V gonna be the backpack. To the bank and a porto rack, here it go. Beep, 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 with no tap. Going hard every day, never going back. Jippin' Louis V, gonna be the backpack. Smoking exotic, yeah, always the pack. 24 in the stew, never gonna lack. You can't catch me, cause I'm running up the track. Don't lose face, never, cause I'm different like that. When I'm up, don't come back for a stack, cause I'll be like, damn, you are really whack. Cause I'm never gonna quit, cause I love my rap. Cause I'm never gonna quit, cause I love my rap. Going hard every day, never going back. What do you think, Ruby? Um, 
honestly, it's going to be a no for me, first and foremost. Definitely not something that I would listen to. I see where he's going. But honestly, for me, it was just like it was just like Trinidad James for for a while. They, they it was just something that wasn't for people, you know. Hooligan, what did you think about it? Yes, no, potential. What's what's going on on your side? It's gonna be a definite no for me. Um, look, I mean, honestly, I can see where he's going with like what he's trying to do, but he just doesn't have any effects, any cues. Like I could tell, like. I could tell, like, he went to Guitar Store and bought equipment and just recorded that song that day. But, I mean, it's, well, it, it has potential. It, uh, no, actually, no. <laughs> Never mind. My bad. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah, I'm going to have to say no. Um, when I created this segment, I didn't want it to be, like, bashing rappers. Um, he has a lot of work to do. Um, I don't think the way to promote his career is to spam comment that he will be the next favorite rapper for everyone that's definitely not a way that 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 would definitely turn like people away people are clicking your link i'm gonna have to say no um but that doesn't mean you know to stop trying but yeah that was a no for me man (laughs) all right so for the last song is from underscore yxng dot latin (laughs) five yeah that's crazy bro uh, his comment oh, said, shit. people say I give them a boogie vibes. So if you mess with him, I guess you'll mess with my stuff. I guess. So let's check it out. So this is, yeah, his name is Young, Young Layden. No, it's L-A-I-D-I-N. It's actually Y-X entry. So Young Layden, Life Story. Okay, so that was Young Layden Life Story, and I will start. Um, I actually really liked it. Um, I really don't see the A Boogie vibes. He has his own his own lane for sure. Um, I would say yes. I would say yes on this. What about you, Groove? Interesting. I would say potential for sure. 
I I would like to um you know I'm glad that uh we have the link to his information and stuff like that because I'm sure there's anybody else who uh feels potential just due to the fact that I would like to hear something else from him. I want something else to kind of draw me in. This didn't really draw me in, but I'm my curiosity is is there. What about you, Huli? Um I liked it. It was it wasn't bad. Um one thing though, just me like personally, uh the melodic and all that stuff is definitely cool. It's definitely fits in with today's genre. The one thing I just don't like about it is that there's talking nonsense. Like not not bashing on it, but more of like like less more how do I explain it? Like punchlines and stuff like that. Like I like something that's gonna I like a lyric that actually has meaning to it, not just something you fit in just because it rhymes. But, I mean, other than that, it has potential. I like it. Groovy. Okay, so we have one yes, one potential, one potential. Um, unfortunately, we weren't, get, we weren't able to get three yeses on any of the songs, but that was yes, no potential. Um, so that's it for today's episode. Um, yep. Next week, we're going to be reviewing Ty Dolla Sign's new album titled Ooh. Featuring Ty Dolla Sign. Um, it's kind of funny cause he's playing on, on the meme. Everyone says that his features are better than his actual singles. So he, he's like, he, he dropped an album called featuring Ty Dolla Sign. That's crazy. So I thought that was pretty dope. Yeah, um, oh, snap. Any, any final words? Groovy, how you feeling? I hope whoever listens to this has a great day tomorrow. I appreciate you for listening. Tune in, awesome, find us. Yep. Absolutely. Make sure you check out some freaking wave cartel merchant stuff. Yep. And, um, subscribe to the podcast that way you can get notified when these um, episodes drop hell yeah also follow us on instagram at surface wave podcast hey um i'm crazed got groovy yep. appreciate you hooligan for joining us today um see y'all next week